Hello. On to the episode. People have asked me, uh, or I should say one person, but every time one person asks me a question, even if it's just one of my loved ones, my brain interprets it as people. Um, they wanted to know why I changed my name again. I've been through many name changes, and they were not official, they were not legal. But as I evolve, as I grow, as I change, I, um, I change how I feel about myself, and I change how I relate to the world. And um, there's a cliche that says you can't change your life by changing your name. And I believe that if your life changes, sometimes you'll need to change your name or your appearance. And I've been through appearances, too. I've, I've uh, grown up with naturally blonde hair, and I've changed it to dark hair for several decades. And um, only last summer, partly because it was such hard work keeping it up, and partly because I was starting to think of myself, okay, I'm not, uh, it doesn't matter really what I look like as long as I'm presentable and I, I'm happy with what I look like. So I let my hair grow out and I sometimes enhance it with a blonde toner because I don't like it being, uh, reddish. I don't like being strawberry blonde. I guess I never liked, uh, having strawberry blonde hair and, um, I've had people tell me that, how come you don't like the hair color that God gave you? And, uh, I know that God also gave us free will. And I don't know, I haven't explored it enough to know for sure if it's a true sin to change your hair, modify your hair color. But if you really don't like it yourself, if you can afford it, and it's available at the store, and it doesn't hurt you physically... You should have a right to uh, change your hair the way you should have have a right to practice your re religion the way you need to. So I uh, let my hair grow back, and uh, it's blonde, and I use a toner to tone the red out. I, uh, I make it a golden blonde or a beige blonde. So um, now we're getting to, the, to my name. My legal name... is Carolyn, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N. I'm not going to give my last name out for obvious reasons, but my, uh, my given name was Carolyn Joanne. And um, Joanne was spelled J-O-A-N-N-E. And um, my uh, mother named me after, my, my human mother, female mother, named me after um, a couple of friends of hers named me after uh, a woman named Lynn, a family friend. Don't really get a, got a, get didn't really get along. We had personality clashes as I was growing up. I think I went through some changes then, and um, set a few boundaries with her. And uh, she, my mother also named me after a friend of hers named Joanne. And I think I I met her just one time. And I liked her. She was met her when I was a child. I liked her. And, um... So I kept the name Joanne. I liked Joanne. And, uh, for a while, 
Um, my, my mom's name, my mom's middle name was Carol. So um, she named me after herself and her two friends. So she named me Carolyn Joanne. And I have my legal last name. And um, Etoile is my screen name. Um, also the name that my close friends know me as. Um, the only people that know my legal last name are official people like government and doctors and professionals that, uh, that know my social and know my, uh, you know, my, uh, bank information and so on. I'm afraid to even talk about that because, you know, it's, it gets kind of sensitive talking about personal stuff. So, um... I've been through several names, several uh, evolutions with my hair color and with my name. And uh, I've come to know in my mental wellness process that I don't like Carolyn because it's just too, too negative connotation. Um, the other thing I'm evolving through is dealing with my gender. I have an assigned gender as a female and I don't mind being female in itself. I honestly don't. In fact, I think it's really cool. And my idea of feminism is might be very different from many ideas of feminism. Um, I don't believe that a woman or a girl has to be like a boy or a man to be what she is. Um, I think a woman or a girl has a right to wear a dress if she wants to, and not get harassed, not get treated like an, a sex object. Um, a woman or a girl has a right to wear jewelry, even wear strapless clothing. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it's uh, good for, you know, to have our parts covered. You know, I don't think we should be walking around like, like, like our parts are showing, but a girl or a woman has a right to where they wear whatever they want, you know, aside from that. And I'll, I'll even be fair. I will be fair. I will act fair to the men. If a man wants to be masculine, good. If a man wants to be, even if a man wants to be effeminate or, or if a man uh, cries a lot, I don't, I don't care. I don't mind. I believe in the human condition and there, there are those of us who have either just decided or realized or known they don't really have a gender. They're either gender neutral or they're, they're both genders. And, um, I'm female. You know, I'm, I was, I've been Carolyn. Um, I've been Carol. I even call, I've even called myself, I went through a phase where I called myself CJ. And that was when I wrote a letter, wrote a letter to a celebrity. Yeah, I've got my episodes about that. Wrote a letter to a celebrity when I was in my 20s. And um, I didn't want him to know that I was a woman. And my roommate told me that he was probably going to know by the way I wrote letter. This was back in the days when we wrote, we all wrote snail mail all the time. We didn't write emails. We didn't write texts. You know, we didn't have the internet. So, um, I wrote him a fan letter and I signed it CJ and, um, I didn't like being a woman then. And I, or I, I was ashamed of being, being female, being a female fan. 
I didn't want him to know that that I was a that I was a female, and that I had a crush on him. And um, that was like back in the eighties. So I went through a phase in my life where I was CJ, Carol and Joanne, and then I went by Carol Joanne. I went by uh, Jen Carol. And many of you know me as Jen Carroll. And now I'm falling away from calling myself that. I don't mind being a female. But if you refer, if you will search um, some episodes about, um, you know, that have the word woman in them. Um, one of them says something about a woman of color. You're basically not treated like a human being. You know, if you're if you're black or if you're of color or if you're. Mexican or Asian or whatnot, it's like you have to fight for your humanity on this planet. If you're a woman, you have to fight for your humanity. Even if you're a child, you even I've even heard cases where you have to fight your own parents for a children's bill of rights. You know, I you do as I say. You're under my roof, even when you're 18. You know, you do as I as I say. And some 18 year olds don't have the money. Or they're not ready to leave their homes. They're not ready to leave their parents. So they're treated like they're less than human, you know, when they're under 18. And um, I went through ageism. Even when I left my home, even when I left my family, I went through ageism. Oh, you're not 18 yet. You know, I went through that. You're just a girl, you know, in, in the dating world. Oh, you're, you're just a girl. You're not, you're not a woman yet. I was told I wasn't a woman yet. Till I was in my late 30s, for Christ's sakes. When I was 37, people finally acknowledged that I was a woman, and even hardly at that, you know, because they said I was immature. I said I was undateable. That, that's another episode. But um, I evolved to the point where I got tired of being seen as my gender. And that, that happened last summer when I totally hit bottom and I ended up getting a proverbial haircut at a proverbial barber shop, the Christian church. I got so sick of romantic songs. I got so tired of, woman, I want to feel your body, you know, fa phrases. I, I got so tired of, woman, I love you. Man, I love you. I want to kiss your body. I want to bite you. I want to fuck you, you know, blah, 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 that kind of music. Even the, the sweet romantic stuff was sickening to me after a while. Hit a bottom when I was doing live streams at Picocha. And I had to delete my account. I have another account now. I, I made another account with them again at Christmas time, but um, I'm still really shaky with live streaming. I told Hub Hopper I wanted a live feature when they continually asked me, you know, what how they could approve Hub Hopper. And so far, they don't have a live feature. Still, they just have recording features. I don't know. So. Um, I'm still not quite ready to do live streams yet, but I do have an account and I'm being very careful. I'm under the, I'm under the counsel of my mentor and even my roommate. I told my roommate, um, if I do any more live streams anywhere, if I do them on Instagram or on Facebook or on anywhere, on Clapper, anywhere, I'd like you to be in the room with me. I'd like to give people the idea that I am not all by myself in the goddamn room and people can just you know, mess with me or invite me to whatever they want to invite me to, like a tickle party or whatnot. So I just got sickened. I got, I got exhausted. I got totally 
messed up and angry and indignant. And I start I made I made several episodes on my podcast last summer about I'm going to I'm going to listen only to Christian music cuz I I'm, I I'm, I I've had enough. Um I'm not going to do any more uh, identity as a female. So I started calling myself Sarah. And I truly believe you know, this is my opinion. I truly and this is my experience. I truly believe that I need to identify as a human being. I need to identify even as a sentient being. Sometimes I even, because the, the world is so damaged by this gender stuff, this uh, identity as, uh, you have to be identified as a woman, as, as someone who has babies, someone who gets pregnant, someone who fucks men, you know, someone who, who you know, someone who serves men, you know, whatever, who serves other people, you know, and um, I got, I, I could not, I, I, to the point where I could no longer identify as one, you know, even though I, I don't mind it in itself, if I could travel to another planet where they accepted, accepted men and women as equal, like on Star Trek, you know, they, they appreciated female and male traits, but they accepted women and men as equal, you know, may, maybe having their own uh, respective abilities and downfalls, but at least they were accepted as equal human beings. They were not looked down on. They were not treated like objects. Men were not treated like uh, like uh, gold mines, and women were not treated like baby factories and and sex pez machines. So um, yeah. Um, anyway, so I started calling myself Sarah. C-E-R-O-L. I started calling myself that um, when I made a new YouTube channel. So, um, my name is Sarah because I want, my hum I want my human to shine out. I want my sentience, my sentientship to shine out as it really is, not tainted by society's, society's uh, making of me. I don't let society define what I am anymore, ever. Not by a mental illness, and not by my gender. And my girlfriend even told me to call, call her them. I don't call my uh, girlfriend she or her anymore. I don't call myself she or her anymore. I call myself they and them. I could probably even call myself it. But, um, that's, that's so damaged. That idea is so, uh, messed up. You know, if you're called an it, God forbid, you're an object. W what if you're not, what if you're a sentient it, for goodness sakes? You know, there, there's a, there's a sexuality, a sexual orientation called object and sexual. I know somebody who's that. And they're my, you know, friend. Sometimes we, we keep in touch on social media very rarely, but. We have sometimes, and I won't give their name, uh, they, they identify as she, but, uh, they, they're married to a, uh, what society recognizes as an inanimate object, but they, the, she, uh, identifies her partner as a, um, as a, f a feminine, 
you know, a fe feminine anima or whatever, inanimate object that has female traits. So, um, you know, I, I, and I, I have a partner that, uh, no longer wants to be called she. And, um, neither one of us really minds being women, but, uh, we mind what society has attempted to shape us since the day we were brought into the brought onto the planet by our parents, by our, our human parents, our gendered parents. We had, we had assigned bodies when we were born, but, um, or assigned genders when we were born. Um, you know, we're, we're supposed to be the, the gender that gives birth and, um, has, a, has vaginas, but, um, we don't identify as that anymore because we're not, we don't feel safe being women on earth. Um, if we could go to another planet where we felt safe and not objectified, uh, we wouldn't mind so much and we'd probably feel safe enough to identify as females, but we don't. I still call her D. She told me to keep calling her D because D can be identified as a man's name or a woman's name. And I asked her to call me Cyril. I even looked up Cyril and I think it's a, a boy's name and it's Portuguese. But I looked up that name just to make sure it didn't mean a swear word. It didn't mean something dirty. I always look up names before I name um, characters in stories that I write. So, you know, just to make sure they're not, uh, you know, they're not dirty or what recognized as dirty on Earth, you know, because I write stories often about alien beings. Um, I'm working on a book right now, in fact, called Master of Sensation, and it's a hard story to write. It's basically about a girl who uh, travels to another planet and decides to be, decide, I think she, uh, she keeps her gender but she decides not to be a sexual being. She decides to be asexual, and she even has surgery to uh, make herself asexual. Kind of like having a, a sex change, only she makes herself non-gendered. And uh, she goes through that. And I'm still writing writing chapter one. I um, I started writing that before the pandemic hit. And... Uh, I got so stressed about coronavirus that I had trouble writing. I was so busy uh, campaigning against lockdown that I, um, that's my, you know, I'm anti-lockdown, but I'm not anti-mask or anti-vaccine. I am anti-vaccine mandate. That's another episode. Uh, I talked about corona off and on, so I didn't have the energy or the time to write, uh, my book, my story. I'm also trying to write a book about mental wellness. I've got like thousands of notes all over the house and then in a plastic bag even. So, um, I'm a writer and I do this podcast. So I, I work really hard every day. So, um, but one, and one of my projects is to write about that, you know, a, a science fiction story about, uh, sexuality and um, I even want to make it friendly to, to teenagers, you know, to minors, but not offensive or uh, sexually explicit or sexually harmful to children. Because I think children and teenagers need to know about the facts of life, and they're getting really confusing, especially now 
<laughs> it's not just men and women stuff anymore. It's it's human stuff. <laughs> so and my name is Sarah, and uh, looking forward to my uh, evolution, my next stage in evolu evolution of my human condition. And uh, I hope that uh, answers your question. It was a loved one who asked me that. So I trust them. They'll accept my answer. But I thought I'd tell the world. Um, I didn't change it legally. But um, I don't identify as female anymore. I, I, uh, I put a um, on my Google account. I put on my... I put for gender. I'm glad I can write it in. Energy. I identify as energy. I am in an assigned body. But I identify as, as energy. I identify as a person. Calls them, themselves them. Oh. Peace out. <laughs>